The Rookie Leaders Podcast, Episode 49, Marine Corps' Leadership Trait of Judgment. Welcome to the Rookie Leaders Podcast, the podcast of veteran leaders offering leadership lessons to newbies. Whether you're brand new to leadership or expanding your leadership responsibilities, this podcast will provide the knowledge and experience you need to lead courageously and effectively. This podcast is a production of the Credible Leadership Group, a coaching and consulting firm devoted to your leadership development, career advancement, and personal growth. Learn more at CredibleLeaders.com. So grab your notebook, a pen, and your bulletproof coffee as we explore the leadership lessons every leader needs to master. Now, here's your host, Michael Tanner. Hello, everyone. Michael Tanner here, your host. Welcome to another episode of the Rookie Leaders Podcast. I am thrilled to have you tuned in, as always. I know I say that every single time, but I just want you to know that I greatly appreciate you spending your valuable time with me. Hey, today we're going to continue on in our series of Marine Corps leadership traits. We're going to be talking about judgment today and how the Marine Corps defines judgment in leadership. And more importantly, we're going to dive into three ways that I want to share with you that you can incorporate judgment into your leadership, how you can ensure that you're exercising good judgment in your leadership. So we're going to talk about those three ways in today's podcast. Before I jump into that, as always, housekeeping items, I definitely want you to share this podcast, this episode and the podcast in general with your family, with your friends, with your colleagues, those that you know could benefit from this leadership content. I hope that you will share this podcast with them, shoot them an email, shoot them a text message, whatever it might be. Tell them to head over to rookieleaders.com, rookieleaders.com. That's where you can find the show notes for all the episodes. That's also where you can find the links to subscribe to the podcast as well. So please, I I ask you to share this podcast with all of your friends, post it on social media, email, text, whatever it might be. be sure you share the podcast with your friends, colleagues, family members, and so forth. And then also, again, I want to see you in the Credible Leadership community. I hope to see you there. I've been conversing with many of you already there, and I hope you're getting great value out of the community. If you're not a part of the community already, be sure you join today, community.credibleleaders.com, and and take advantage of that free resource and that free community to improve and increase your leadership skills. Now, let's jump into today's topic. So today we're going to be talking about judgment, the leader, the Marine Corps leadership trait of judgment. Now, if you want to go back a, a few episodes, you can go back to episode number 46, where I basically did a summary of all of the Marine Corps leadership traits. There's 14 of them. There is an acronym that is JJ did tie buckle. I'm not going to go through all of them mainly because off the top of my head, I can't remember all 14 of them anymore. I used to could recite them on right off the top of my head. 
uh, but I just can't recite all 14 anymore. But today we're going to be talking about the second J. So we've already talked about uh, justice, and now we're going to be talking about the second J in the acronym JJ Did Tie Buckle. We're going to be talking about judgment, and I'm going to give you exactly out of the Marine Corps manual, what is the definition, what's the significance, and an example that they give. But then more importantly, I want to dive in a little deeper and give you some practical and tactical advice on how do you ensure that you're exercising good judgment in your leadership. So let's first consult the Marine Corps manual and let me share with you some of the, the verbiage that's here in the manual. We'll, I'll give some color commentary on that as well. So first of all, it talks about judgment and the definition it says is this, the ability to weigh facts and possible courses of action in order to make sound decisions. The ability to weigh facts and possible courses of action in order to make sound decisions. Now, I assume already, or maybe you didn't know when I mentioned that we're going to be talking about judgment, but certainly in that definition, you can already recognize the significance in a leader's ability to exercise good judgment. Because that definition, it, it finishes with, it, it ends here with making sound decisions. And in my leadership training, I oftentimes am, am asked questions where I see people really struggling and, and they have fear in their questions around their ability to make good decisions, to make sound decisions. And oftentimes someone will say something to me in a very transparent way. What if I make a bad decision? What if I make bad decisions? What if I don't understand or know how to make a good decision. And, and there's a lot wrapped up in that struggle and that fear. But if we're going to exercise good judgment, then by definition, we have to have the ability to make sound decisions because again, it's there in the definition in the Marine Corps manual. But the first part of that definition, the ability to weigh facts and possible courses of action in order to make sound decisions. So when someone talks to me about, or asks me the question, how do I ensure that I'm making good decisions? I make sound decisions. If we look at the first part of this definition, it says the ability to weigh facts and possible courses of action. That's a really important part of this definition to weigh the facts and to weigh the possible courses of action. First of all, it talks about the facts. Data, information is what we need as leaders in order to make good decisions, right? So we need some facts, we need some data. And then second part of that is possible courses of action, to weigh possible courses of action. So what we need to do is the ability to mentally play out. Well, if I take this action, how may they respond or, or how might that impact this other process? Or, right? We need, to, we need this ability to play out what our actions will be and make educated guesses on what the, the outcome will be in that series of actions. Because every time we take an action, it's probably gonna trigger another reaction or another uh, event or another process or whatever it might be. We need to be able to play that out mentally so that we can see, does this thing end where I want it to end? Does this thing end well and so forth? And so we've gotta be able to one, talk about the facts, and two, we got to be able to play out the scenarios, the courses of action so that we can make sound decisions. And we'll get into more 
as I talk about the three ways that we can ensure we're exercising good judgment, we'll get more into answering that question of how can I make, how can I ensure that I'm making a good decision? We'll talk about that a little bit more. But also let's, again, let's go back to the manual and talk about here from the manual. It talks about the significance of judgment. It says this, sound judgment allows a leader to make appropriate decisions in the guidance and training of his or her Marines and the employment of his or her unit. A Marine who exercises good judgment weighs the pros and cons accordingly when making appropriate decisions. So again, the in the manual here, in the Marine Corps manual, the significance of judgment, it, it's defined in the context of making these good decisions, making these appropriate decisions such that you can guide your Marines appropriately, making these good decisions such that you can train your Marines appropriately, making good decisions such that you can deploy your unit or your Marines in, in an appropriate way. So the significance in this leadership trait of judgment, it, it all surrounds this ability to make good decisions, to make appropriate decisions. That even in the significant statement from the Marine Corps manual. Now, the Marine Corps manual also, for all of these leadership traits, it offers an example what uh, of judgment. And so I'll share this one with you, and, and I'm certain I will have to explain it a little bit to you as well, because it has some jargon in there that maybe you don't recognize. But here in the manual, it talks about this, or it uses this as an example. A Marine properly apportions his or her liberty time in order to relax as well as to study, okay? And so that's what it's talking in judgment. It's giving this example of a Marine that is on liberty. What that means is he's off. He has time off. So in the corporate world, this would be his paid time off, or, or this would be his liberty time might also be his evenings, right? His is after hours time. It could be his weekend. Maybe he is not on duty. He's not working through the weekend. So that would be considered liberty time. Or maybe he is on official leave or official time off. Oftentimes that's also called liberty time as well. So basically what we have here is we have a Marine that's he's in his off time, but he's properly apportioning that time in order to first relax. We've been working hard need rest, need some relax, as uh, relaxation, as well as to study. So it talks about the fact that, okay, yes, it's your time off, but you're making the good decision to increase your skills as a Marine by studying, okay? Y yes, you're balancing the, the need for rest and relaxation with also the need to study. So you're making a good decision. You're using good judgment to recognize that even though it's my time off, and even though I need to use some of that time off for rest and relaxation, I also need to use good judgment, make a good decision. I also need to use some of that time off to enhance myself, to increase my own skills. And it mentions the example of using study to do that, studying Marine Corps tactics or leadership principles as we're doing here, whatever it might be. But it's talking about using good judgment, making the good decision to use some of that time off to also study. 
So again, I, I think you now understand what is the Marine Corps manual? What does Marine Corps leadership trait of judgment? What does it mean? What's the definition? Why is it important? What's the significance of it? And, and even uh, as it relates to the Marine Corps, a, an example of what good judgment looks like. But we're still left with the question of how do I ensure that I'm exercising good judgment in my leadership? And so I want to offer for you three recommendations, three suggestions as to ways that you can ensure that you're exercising good judgment in your leadership. So the first one that I want to talk to you about is this. Admit when you don't have the answer. So many times when I teach leadership, people feel leaders feel like they have to have all the answers. And that's a myth. No one has all the answers. And in fact, your team members, those that you're leading, they don't expect you to have all of the answers, especially to have all of the right answers. And so one of the most important ways that you can ensure that you are incorporating or exercising good judgment in your leadership is when you don't know the right answer or when you don't have a good answer, you need to be willing to admit that to your team, that you don't have the answer, that you don't know the right answer. There's tremendous leadership power in that vulnerability. Again, a lot of leaders that have this idea that they have to know all the right answers, when they don't, they just make stuff up or they just they just guess or they just offer their opinion. But oftentimes when you, as a leader, when you offer your opinion or you offer a guess, you, those that you're leading receive that as fact. They receive that as marching orders, as a command. We must go do this. When in fact, you might've just been offering it up as your opinion. So it's important if you're going to exercise good judgment, the first thing that you need to do is when you don't know the right answer, you have to admit that. Or when you don't have a good answer, when you're just offering an opinion or even a guess, you have to acknowledge that. You have to admit that to your team, right? Because remember the, the definition in the Marine Corps manual, it talked about this ability to weigh facts and possible courses of action. And if in the moment you don't have facts on hand to weigh, or in the moment you can't mentally play out the courses of action and, and, and understand how different courses of action might play out. If you can't have, if you can't do that in that moment, then you must admit that you must kind of take a step back and say, I, I don't know yet. I, I don't know the right answer yet. And that's because I don't have any data. I don't have any facts. I don't have any information just yet, or I haven't had time or I haven't consulted with the right people to weigh out the possible courses of action here. So you've got to first acknowledge that you first have to admit when you don't have the answer. Okay. Because if you just fake it till you make it, so to speak, then certainly you're not exercising good judgment in that, especially as a leader. Because as I said, when you offer a get offer up a guess or even your strong, your opinion, then those that you're leading, they receive that as fact. They receive that as marching orders, commands from you. So just acknowledge you don't have the right answer for reasons. Maybe you don't have the facts yet and so forth. Okay. So that's method number one or way number one to exercise good judgment in your leadership. Number two is this, remove the emotion from the situation. 
Remove all emotion from the situation, especially as you're making a decision. I love the fact that in the, the definition in the Marine Corps manual, it talks about the ability to weigh facts and the possible courses of action. It doesn't at all describe or talk about the, the emotions or the feelings or the concerns or the worries or the pressures or the stresses. It doesn't talk about any of those things as it relates to making a decision. So the definition here essentially rules out all of the emotions. And when you're leading and when you need to make a good decision, when you need to exercise good judgment in making a good decision, one of the very first things that you have to do is remove the emotions from that situation. You will have people that are that that come to you as their leader and they're looking to you for a decision and oftentimes they're looking for you looking to you for a decision under a, a very stressful situation in, in some way they're in duress, high pressure, they want the decision made right away. And so there's just a lot of emotion wrapped up into their need for you to make a decision. But if you're going to use good judgment, if you're going to exercise you know, good judgment and make a good decision, you have to remove that emotion from the situation. Because those emotions, those stresses, those pressures, those concerns and worries, what they do is they cloud your ability to weigh the facts. They cloud your ability to really see the true data, the true information that would be necessary to help you make that decision. Your emotions will cloud you from being able to see those facts, to see that data and that information that you need to utilize for the purpose of making the decision. Because again, remember the definition talks about ability to weigh facts and possible courses of action. And when you've got all this pressure and stress or worry, these emotions clouding your mind, then you can't clearly see those facts and you can't clearly play out those courses of action. So just be sure that you take the time, take a deep breath, take a walk around the building, whatever it might be. You, you've got to do what's necessary to calm yourself down, to calm everyone else down that because you may be gathering some of these facts from other team members and they, you've got to help them calm down the emotions as they give you the facts because their emotions can actually uh, alter the quote facts that they give you. So you've got to settle them down and make sure that you're getting from your team members the truth. Make sure you're getting from them the solid facts so that you can then make a good decision on that. So number two, step number two, first, first of all, step number one, hit when you don't have the answer. Step number two, remove the emotions from any decision-making situation. You, you want it to be completely void of emotion. You want it to just be facts, data, information, and, you know, courses of action to consider. Okay. Now, step number three or way number three to exercise good judgment is to gather as much data as feasible. Gather as much data as feasible. Now, it's real easy for some of us to get into what's called analysis paralysis, okay? And so when I say that you need to gather as much data as is feasible, you need to recognize that 
you could gather data forever, right? You could gather information forever and therefore not make a decision. And you need to recognize that not making a decision is ultimately making a decision and it's probably a bad decision, right? If you as the leader don't make a decision, then things are just gonna play out somehow naturally or your team is going to go in some direction just because they don't know which direction to go, they're just gonna pick one and go. That's probably not going to be a good decision. And that's certainly not exercising good judgment on your part as the leader. So when I say gather as much data as possible or as feasible, I'm at the same time saying you can't lock yourself in analysis paralysis. So you're wanting to best identify what is a feasible amount of data to gather. Now, there's a number of criteria that's going to determine what is feasible. The easiest one to identify is time, right? So if you if your team needs is looking to you and needs you to make a decision and they need you to make a decision, you know, by noon tomorrow, then you want to gather as much data as you can prior to noon tomorrow to then make that decision. So you're gathering as much data as feasible between now and noon tomorrow. And obviously you don't want all that data to arrive at noon tomorrow because that's when you have to make the decision. So you have to back that up such that you've got enough time to, to read and study the data, the information, the facts, so that you can then make a decision. So the easy criteria for determining what is feasible is how much data can I gather by tomorrow morning so that I have time to review the data and make a good decision. So you've got to gather as much data as possible. And don't be afraid to utilize your team members to gather this data. When I say gather as much data as feasible, it doesn't necessarily mean you have to gather all the data. You probably should gather some of the data, especially some of the data that you feel is the most important, but you can certainly have some of your team members gather information, gather data, or maybe consider and, and brainstorm the possible courses of action as noted in the definition. Maybe you have a couple of your team members whiteboard, think of a couple of courses of action, a couple of scenarios, a few scenarios, and map those out, play those out, and tell me what you feel like the outcome could be. All right, so you can have your team members get this these facts for you, get this data for you, or play out these courses of action for you. But if you do that, again, you have to recognize number two that I talked about. Get your team members to help you gather the data, but as they're bring or as they're going to get the data, be sure that you remove the emotions from the situation and be sure you give them clear direction, clear commander's intent to go and find the truth, go and find accurate, real data, not data that's hearsay or data that's wrapped up in emotions and, and so forth. So use your team members and collect as much data as is feasible without getting into analysis paralysis, but be sure that as you utilize your team members and as you gather the data yourself, you're keeping the emotions out of play here. So there's your three ways for exercising, exercising good judgment in your leadership. First of all, we're going to admit when we don't have the answer. 
okay? Admit when we don't have the answer because we can't offer up our guesses or our opinion because our team then receives that as fact and as as uh, commandment, as marching orders. And so we haven't utilized good judgment in making a decision when that's the case. We've got to remove, second step, we've got to remove all the emotions of the situation, both for ourselves, our own emotion, as well as the emotions involved with our team members that might be gathering data and so forth. We've got to remove the emotions because those cloud our ability to weigh the facts and possible courses of action. And then finally, we have to gather as much data as is feasible. Try not to make a decision on a single point of data or single point of fact. Be sure you gather as much facts, as much information, as much data as you possibly can without emotion built into it. Gather as much as you possibly can that is feasible, but also avoiding analysis paralysis that prevents you from making a decision altogether. Those are your three ways for incorporating judgment into your leadership. And if you do those, you will certainly be applying the Marine Corps definition of the leadership trait of judgment. Hey, I hope this has helped you in some way. And again, I hope that you will share this podcast with your family, your friends, your colleagues. Again, be sure you send them to rookieleaders.com. You can find the show notes for this episode there. You can find ways to subscribe to the podcast as well. So I hope that you will do that. Share the podcast with everyone. And again, I want to see you in the community, Credible Leaders community. Head over to community.credibleleaders.com. Until we speak again, be blessed and lead well. of the Rookie Leaders Podcast has ended. But never fear. You can find other binge-worthy podcast episodes at rookieleaders.com. If you liked this episode, please rate and write a review in iTunes. If you haven't already, please subscribe to the podcast. And remember to share this episode with your friends and colleagues looking for leadership lessons of their own. We appreciate your support. For more great leadership content, head over to credibleleaders.com.